everyone. Welcome to Sharing the Journey. This is part two with Karis. So if you haven't listened to part one, go back because you'll miss some good stuff. Okay, so who has inspired you on your faith journey? Who are you thankful for? Hmm. So many people. Um, I would start with my parents because they uh, are the ones who have been there all along and continue to be. They really live a life of example of seeking first God's kingdom and his righteousness. Um, so their whole lives, you know, I've, I've watched them and they are actually still missionaries, um, in Asia. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's, they, they're, they're very intentional about discipling us as kids, um, you know, going through books of the Bible with us and teaching us how to relate to, to God and, um, and just, and they continue to be involved. They continue to disciple our children, their grandchildren. And so I think they are first and foremost. Um, and I've also had quite a few mentors over the years who have really been instrumental in giving me sound advice, um, starting in, I guess actually in, when I was in high school um, with youth group leaders and then um, just seeking out different people through the years. Um, I've had so many, so many mentors actually when I, when I wrote the book and was, you know, doing acknowledgements, I had, there was so many people that I, I wanted to acknowledge. It was just getting pages long. So I, I recognize that there are there are so many people, um, and I'm I'm so thankful for the body of Christ because, um, yeah, God just did that so beautifully, and that we we can really help each other out, and we can really be helped um, if we're willing to, you know, dive into those relationships. So, mm-hmm. since you mentioned it, I wanted to ask about it before I forgot. Tell me about your book. Yeah, so. Um, about five years ago, I woke up in the middle of the night and really felt like God was putting on my heart to start writing, which I did not understand why, because I'd never been a writer and didn't really think I had anything to write about. But I started writing, ended up starting a blog just about, you know, writing about what God was teaching me through, through suffering and through hardship and, um, his faithfulness and just a lot of, it was very personal, but also, uh, very, what's the word? Like it was, there's a lot of scripture, a lot of, um, spiritual lessons and different things. So started doing that. And then at the beginning of the year, I realized like, wow, I have written a lot over the years and felt called to put it into a book. So, um, just started, you know, putting everything together. So I think, you know, a lot of it was just my own struggling through a lot of questions that, that I think a lot of people ask and suffering, like, you know, why me? Like, why does God allow so much pain? You know, where do I turn when everything else fails? You know, what does it look like to suffer well? Mm-hmm. And then um, how will God redeem the suffering? Like he promises. Um, so the book is a lot of just wrestling with those things, a lot of digging into scripture, 
Um, and so the book is called uh, Suffering Redeemed, Finding Strength to Endure, Purpose in Pain, and Hope for Tomorrow. And I, I address a lot of different aspects um, of suffering, you know, like intimacy with God and affliction, living in the already not yet of God's kingdom and, you know, different purposes that we, we, we do find in suffering, the unexpected gifts that we, we get in our pain, um, you know, living with, with peaceful expectation, um, like with, you know, learning how to surrender, but also to have faith. And so just, it's a variety of topics. Some of it is my personal, um, some personal story, but, um, but it's very applicable to, um, very broad, you know, aspects of, of pain, suffering, affliction, whatever you want to call it. Um, so yeah, that's, it's on Amazon. It sounds amazing. I'll need to grab it and read it. I haven't done it yet. I know you sent me the link, but um, yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. I'm in the middle of a million books, and sometimes I just get overwhelmed and think, "Oh, I want to read this and this and this and this," and then it's like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> I know. I need to finish what I'm doing before I pick up one more book. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I understand. <laughs> so, um. So it's 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 Kindle, right? So it's Kindle and it's paperback. Okay, yeah. great, great. Okay. What do you think you learned from from writing your your story? Did 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 you come up with any new um, lessons or? <laughs> yeah, it's um. So it was for me. I would say it was almost like therapy writing. I'm I'm, a, I'm very much of a uh, more of an internal processor, and I don't do very well um, verbally processing. But for me, writing is is a, um, just a great way for me to process what's going on, and so it it really helped me uh, just go through a lot of of what I didn't even know was, was going on internally. And, and also I think I, I grew a lot in, in intimacy with God because I had to really uh, wrestle with some very deep things. And, you know, I, um, and struggle through a lot of, a lot of questions that, um, Sometimes, you know, they're not, they're not easy answers. And, I, and I'm not saying I, I don't, I don't have all the answers, but I think it was very beneficial for me to, to have to struggle through that because it really fortified um, my beliefs and my trust in God and, and who he is, who he says he is. Um, I, I learned through it um, just how important it is to to rely on his promises and not on my feelings, you know, not, um, the ups and downs of every day. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I even look back at what I read and, and I'm like, Oh yeah, I, yeah, I need to, I need to remind myself because yeah. it's so easy to forget, you know, we, we, we get, we have a high and like our, 
a revelation. And then two days later, we're in the depths of despair because mm-hmm. this happened or whatever, you know, so we're so up and down and fickle, but God remains the same. And no matter the chaos that abounds, like God is in our midst. Um, and like it says in Psalm 46, one, you know, he's a very present help in time of need. And that is just the theme of the book. Like God, God is always present and he's always available. And so why not just keep turning back to him? You know, it's, that's, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's something that I, that I have to keep, keep learning and keep going to, because um, I think our human tendency is to just, you know, try to try to do it on our own and figure out how to make it work. And, but, you know, in our weakness, he is strong. I know everyone quotes that verse, but it's, it's true. Like we, because it's true. <laughs> it's because it is true. Yeah. And it doesn't feel good. I mean, I, sometimes I, I loathe my weakness and I'm like, oh, I don't want it. I just want to feel strong. I want to, but, um, God, I mean, look at the Bible. He uses, he uses the most unlikely people to accomplish his missions and his goals and his desires, because then he gets the glory. You know, it's not, it's not about the person. And, um, so I think in suffering, whatever it is, we, it's, it's humbling because we realize, you know, we don't have it together. We can't do it. Um, and, and that's okay. Cause God can, and he, <laughs> he does. So you've sort of answered this, but I'll ask it anyway, in case there's anything else you wanted to say, how does God's presence in your life make a difference on a daily basis? Hmm. Yeah, it, it, um, it makes all the difference for sure. Uh, I don't even get out of bed in the morning before just acknowledging God and trying to (laughs) train my thoughts upon him. Um, because, and that's what I do. The first thing when I get up to is such, I set my alarm to get up before the kids wake up so that I can get in the word And really that sets the tone for the entire day. Mm -hmm. Um, I need to get uh, like, it literally is my daily bread because I, I don't know how I would survive without it. So it's not something that I feel like I have to do, but I just, I do desire it. And, um, and it's, yeah, his word is living and it's powerful. So I do. I do really rely upon God and his word, um, even though sometimes, you know, that that dependence, that that need for dependence doesn't always feel good, but it um, it is a blessing. I know it is a blessing. So I didn't send you this question because it popped into my brain last night and, and you've shared a lot about this, but um, is there any other advice that you would give to someone struggling with like your particular health issues or just in general uh, in the, within the disabled community about, um, you know, life and faith and. Um, So I think one of the things that, that I've learned, and I think it's important for not, I mean, anyone really is just attending to the whole person. You know, we, I I have a a chapter in my book about it, but it, it just talking about, you know, attending to the soul and to our body and to our spirit, you know, all, all the different parts of us, 
Um, and so like the body, I'm talking about, you know, just our actual body, the nerves, brain, our senses, organs, um, mm-hmm. taking care of taking care of the temple that that we are as as God's children and you know, giving us the rest, giving ourselves the rest we need, you know, not comparing to other people, um, recognizing that we are not, you know, our bodies are not our own. And so, so that's one aspect. And then the, you know, our soul, which encompasses our mind and emotions and will and kind of how we relate to other people. Um, so just it, especially in learning how to express emotions in a healthy way, um, good and bad. I, I used to think like, I can't express my bad emotions because that's just wrong or, um, but it's, I think it's, it's good to, to learn how to process them in a healthy way and to not bottle them up. Um, and, and then of course our spirit, which relates to God and also just learning how to, how to feed, how to feed your spirit, whether that be through reading or reading the Bible or praying or fellowship. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, all of the parts of our bodies are, are so complex and they're all related. So if we have an issue in one area, let's say just like a mental issue, it's going to affect every area, you know? So I think sometimes we can be very, um, tunnel vision in, in how we approach a problem instead of recognizing that we are, uh, interrelated beings and we need to practice, um, caring for, you know, more holistic, uh, self-care and attending to the whole person. Mm-hmm. So besides your book, <laughs> what other resources would you recommend um, for either on disability, counseling, just general growing in your faith, besides the Bible, of course? Um, yeah. Hmm. So I, you know, one of the things that I love doing is reading biographies and autobiographies of 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 people who have lived um, difficult, but also glorious lives. You know, there's a lot, I especially think of like, you know, like Gladys Alward or Elizabeth Elliot. Um, I'm trying to think of some others. There's, I mean, I, I spend a lot of time reading those stories because they're very, you know, they're people who have gone through tremendously hard things, but have such a resilient um, heart and, and also a perspective that is very, you know, eternal. That's not just the here and now. And so I, I think it's very inspiring to read other people who have, um, who have gone before us, who have, who have lived, you know, who have fought the good fight and who have kept the faith and really have lives that we should, um, live by example um, Johnny Erickson Tata is another um, woman who has written oh, so many good books and has, uh, you know, a whole ministry for disability, for, for disabilities and has a lot of good talks, you know, on YouTube and different things. But I've listened, I've, I've 
just enjoyed pretty much everything that I've listened to her or read from her. Yeah, I have um, yeah. She gets mentioned so, on almost every podcast because a lot of my I friends bet. are involved with uh, Johnny and friends. Johnny so, and friends. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's I kind guess. of funny. People must be like, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. You really should. You really should. It's worth it. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess those are the couple of things that come off, right? Um, there's also a a devotional, actually a series of devotionals called Streams in the Desert. Um, it's an older devotional, but it is it is the most powerful. It's like a you know daily readings. Um, and I have all of I have the, the full series and you know have been through it many years, but I am encouraged every time I read one of those, you know, whatever day it is, I, I I'm I am so encouraged and I feel like it speaks right to my soul. So I would, I would also recommend that. Okay, cool. Um, my second to the last question, um, is, um, how has the Lord been working in and through you? Um, and you can share something recent. Um, of course your book is one way, but, or you can share something from your past, you know? Yeah. I, that's that's such a good question. And I think one thing I have learned through the years is to really be intentional to ask God where he wants my focus to be. Cause there are so many, you know, good potential things to do. And, um, but something I, we, you know, both my husband and I have been consistently doing over the years is opening up our, opening up our home to, you know, to, to people, whether it be, um, you know, we try to have a, a, a family over for dinner once a week. Um, and I've also often led, um, Bible studies or just, um, book studies out of our home. And it's been really encouraging to see how many people respond to that being invited into a home and, you know, some people that might not feel comfortable going to church, um, but but enjoy being invited over to a home and in a more casual environment. Um, and I, I've I've really enjoyed getting to know people in in that way and have seen tremendous fruit just in the obedience of you know asking my neighbors like, do you want to come over and and do a Bible study with us? You know, we'll have lunch and then the kids can hang out and. Um, so it's been, it, I think that has been one of the, you know, over the years that the most consistent thing that I've been able to do. Cool. Um, is there anything else you want to share? Anything I didn't touch on before I asked the last question? <laughs> I would just say, um, you know, that, Every day is a new day. I something that's something I thank the Lord for every day, you know, that his mercies are new every morning and that we have a new a new start, like a new beginning kind of and we don't have to live on the regrets of the past or what we didn't do or what we did do um but that we have kind of a fresh beginning. So just find that encouraging. 
Yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, mm -hmm. So how can we, the listeners um, and myself, be praying for you? Oh, thank you. Um, you know, one of my biggest prayers, I think, consistently is just having joy in Jesus. I I think, um, I mean, yeah, most of the listeners can probably relate, but, you know, when you have something or things in your life that um, are painful and your body is not working the way you want it to, it's it's easy to live through, um, you know, how you feel um, and the circumstances versus um, the abiding joy that I know that um, God offers us through Jesus. So finding joy in Jesus and also just um, wanting to glorify him through this process of, of the book and whatever comes next. Do you still blog? I do. Mm -hmm. Do you mind sharing where that is or is it a private no, no, no. So it's, um, so the website is just my name, Karis Meyer, K-A-R-I-S-M-E-I-E-R.com. And that is where you can find my book. Um, it, go to Amazon. I mean, it brings you to Amazon. And then also on there is my blog. And also there's a, a free reflection guide that goes along with my book that you can oh. grab, grab on there also. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, I think we're done unless anything else has popped into your mind in the last 35 seconds. <laughs> oh, I think we're good. Great. Well, thank you so much. This was awesome. Thank you. All right. Ending podcast.